is live. Lionel Richie, all night long. Taking back to 1983, second solo album called Can't Slow Down. Uh, a little bit of Commodores, a little bit of the Caribbean influences, dance music, pop inspired. It was very nice. Um, the song lyrics, primarily English, she admitted to at least one press interview that African lyrics were in the song, such as Tambolite said Dimoya and Jumbo Jumbo. Uh, there we go. Now you know. Richie's described these portions of the song as a wonderful joke quote-unquote, written when he discovered that he lacked the time to hire a translator to contribute the foreign language lyrics uh, that he wished to include in the song. So there we go. He just kind of threw them in. Sounded good. Reached number one just about everywhere except in Germany uh, and Austria and New Zealand. But they just don't like real music. Reached number one in the Billboard Hot 100, adult contemporary chart, R&B chart, cash box top 100 as well. Number five in the dance club songs back in 1983. You're this AFM, and I'm sure somebody was dancing to that, is our next guest. Uh, I know she enjoys a party or two. I'm not telling you how I know this because that would be bad. You know, what goes on tour stays on tour. Uh, but now is the Sunlam Cape Town Marathon Race Director, Renee Jordan. How's it going, Renee? How are you? I'm great, thank you. All right, Cape Town Marathon, when is it? Next weekend. We are sure. super excited yeah, to be welcoming 9,000 runners to the Sunland Cape Town Marathon just a week after the Cape Town Cycle Tour. So we are absolutely thrilled to be having an in-person event. I was going to say, Cape Town must be, the, 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 the city must be loving this. You've got a cycle tour this weekend. You've got you guys next weekend. You've got elo- elections two weeks after that. The city is having a good time. Yeah, and to add to that, it's also the Cape Epic. On the same day, they're starting with their prologue <laughs> next Sunday, the same day as the Sun of Cape Town Marathon. From, and going from having no events to three major events mm. in, in a week, is, is, yeah, it's quite a thing. Oh, it's been quite exciting to have runners back on the road again. Yeah, no, for sure. Okay, so what what special things have you got planned for for the uh, for the marathon then? Well, we're excited. We're kicking off the if I can call it the festivities um, on Friday when we're opening our expo. Um, of course, we will be doing the least exciting thing of the COVID testing uh, same day that we're opening the expo. But, um, yeah, I mean, on Saturday we have our trail event, the 22-kilometer and the 46-kilometer marathon um, trail event. Also the expo again, and then also virtual event, um, which has been kind of in the shadows of the, the flagship run of the marathon. So there's still a 5, a 10, and a 21-kilometer virtual event on Saturday. And, of course, the big, the big mama, you know, the big marathon on Sunday, which um, yeah, looks very exciting. I'm thinking when, when we started the show, just short of a, or just over a year, but now, you know, the Cape Town Marathon were one of these few that did the virtual run. Uh, it's something you guys, I'm sure, are very proud of that now it seems everybody's doing it and, and it's, it's such a success for runners. Yeah, look, I mean, a year ago, we launched our virtual event, I think, when we were still in level five lockdown. Mm. And it definitely it was the flavor of the day to, to do virtual events. We were the first to launch, but I think the last actually have one. Um, and, and I think there is a bit of virtual fatigue. Um, you know, we've seen the numbers um, aren't as high on, on other virtual events as they were in kind of the more stricter lockdown level. I think people are ready to really get out there and do real events. Um, and that's what we've seen in the marathon this year with the 9,000 entries in the marathon and 1,000 sure. entries in our trail events. So people just want to experience the real deal by mm. tired of doing virtual events. Okay. Where, where are the mountain trails being held? 
So that's uh, from Cape Town. So it's also starting from Cape Town Stadium. They ran through Greenpoint and immediately up onto the mountain. Wow. And there's a 22 kilometer and a 46. That's 100%. All the trails for both those uh, events are on, on Table Mountain and within St. Fox Lane. Um, yeah, and I won't say unfortunately, but it is limited to only 1,500, 500 each. Mm. So it is quite an um, exclusive event. But, um, yeah, and we've had really good response from, from the trail running community that have entered for that event. We see. Starting at the Cape Town Stadium, there's only one way to go, and that's uphill for at least the first 10 k's. Exactly. Oh, no. sure. Look, I think our 46-kilometer trail event is probably one of the toughest. Um, so, yeah, you have to be really well. You have to really hard to, to be ready for it. Uh, and then 9,000 runners you've got planned for the Sunday. Is, is that the limit? Yeah, so we, of course, we received our, our official approval from the national government. Um, I won't say quite late. I mean, a lot of work went into it mm. and got that final nod of approval um, late August, early September. And um, and it was only a couple of days later we had to close entries because, of course, we have to start with all the printing of race numbers and, you know, the, the logistical planning. Mm. And um, and that was then at nine thousand. But but even if we didn't cut it at the nine thousand or close at nine thousand, we could have only received ten thousand this year. And that's because of the the COVID restrictions that were placed on us. Mm. So um, but yeah, we're very happy with the nine thousand. I think some people thought that the event was not going to happen and probably mm. didn't enter, and they're now suffering from serious problems. But uh, hopefully, we'll see them next year. I'm sure runners are, are used to looking after themselves, making sure that they adhere to all the rules and regulations. But uh, as you mentioned, the COVID testing on day one, how how are you going to make sure that 9,000 people in a relatively small area are going to be healthy and safe? Look, I mean, there's a number of COVID risk mitigation plans. I think the first is, of course, the testing. So we're testing all runners and crew. The crew will already be tested on Thursday. And then the 9,000 runners and the 1,000 trail um, on Friday and Saturday. And we have a big, the Cape Town Stadium, one part of it just turned into a massive COVID testing site. So that's going to be quite an operation to get the runners through there, but we're confident that it will happen and people like to, runners like to book their slots mm-hmm. so that it runs on a, on a, on a schedule. Um, and then there are other uh, protocols as well. So I think the biggest change is the staggered start. Um, instead of the mass start that everyone is so used to at, at running events, we have divided the 9,000 runners into groups of 300. And uh, the first group will go for their leads at, at quarter past six next Sunday. And then following them will be every one minute there will be a group of 300 people. And we've enlarged the, the area that we're actually having as our start area. It's something like four times bigger than what we'd normally wow. have so that people can maintain safe social distancing. And then at our water points, we, you know, apart from testing the crew, um, there are strict protocols, so runners won't just be able to run and grab water or, or drinks from the table. Instead, it will be handed to them. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and the crew working at those tables, you know, they've been tested. They have visors, aprons, masks. You know, at <laughs> those this week when we had our water point briefing, that they they're going to look like they um, <laughs> in moon suits. <laughs> <They're gonna, laughs> but yeah, that's just an obviously lots of lots. Uh, I think we have over 100. Twenty sanitizer stands, you know, just sure. around the, the recent the venue. So, all those uh, protocols and I think things that we've almost come used to over the last year, mm. that will be part and parcel of the event um, for for this area.
Uh, obviously, you don't really have control over spectators, open roads and all those kind of things. But I'm, I'm assuming you're going to ask spectators, keep their distance from the runners if they can. And if they are going to stand on the side of the road, make sure they're well-protected, masks on, all those kind of things. Yeah, so I mean, one of the conditions for us to get approval uh, for the event was that there must be no spectators. Um, but again, we're also in, in level one, so I think there's an, a little bit of a more relaxed approach to it, but we want to encourage people to rather watch the race you know, from their couches. Um, we are broadcasting the, the event live on, on a number of TV channels. And um, also on our website, we're streaming it. So, you know, and, and those that actually have family that have runners participating can also follow them on our Cape Town Marathon app where they can see their progress. We have timing maps every five kilometers. Oh. And that data is fed live to our, our app. So they can really, you know, if you have your wife um, or son or daughter is running, they can really just keep an eye on the app and see how that, pro- how that progress is going. So, yeah, I think there's a number of ways that they don't have to be standing next to the road cheering them on because um, it's also important for us that people respect that because we're the first major running, in fact, not just major, we're the first running event back and um, we will form the blueprint for things to come. So we want to make sure everyone comply with the rules and regulations so that it doesn't uh, go back to, you know, where we were <laughs> Two or three months ago, we, there were no events um, allowed. So, yeah, we really want to make sure that everyone follows the rules and, and but still have a good time um, at the event. Yeah, it just when we watched the Olympic Games and you saw the runners uh, doing their thing, and it, it was very a very different environment. As you said, the water points were were very different. There weren't the the thousands on the street, but the action was still exciting. It was still good running, and, and I guess that's what you're looking for. It's it's for the runners this time. Yeah, no, for sure. And and look, I mean, people may say, especially more the social runners, they may think, no, there's going to be no spectators, but it's still, it's a running event. There's going to be 15 water points. Um, we've made sure that the water point staff is also there to cheer on the runners. Right. Um, yeah, and, then, and then, of course, there's the serious running. At the end of the day, we have some really serious um, elite athletes who will mm-hmm. be coming to, to race the event. And, um, no, we're looking forward to some exciting uh, elite racing. Are you looking ahead to next year already? I know that, uh, I guess, the the red list from the UK didn't help for international runners. But are you looking ahead to saying, all right, these are the plans. If this works, then we can do this and and we hopefully can have more runners next year? Yeah, definitely. I mean, <laughs> last week I already started looking at, at a route, you know, for next year. So you, you're constantly thinking and planning ahead. And I think there's some things that were, if I can say, forced onto us, like the staggered starts. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying we'll have staggered starts next year, but just the fact that we were forced to move our start to the Cape Town Stadium precinct, it's definitely something that can work for the event. And, and we want to grow this event to be, you know, that it's, 50,000 people in years to come and and then you need big spaces so yeah, we're constantly looking ahead and um, and hopefully next year of course we also the um, you know Abbott World Marathon major candidate from next mm. year for three year period okay. so we'll be sitting after this year's event as early as November and, and starting with that planning because that was going to be my question is, is the Cape Town Marathon part of the, the London Marathon and the Boston Marathon and those events? Yeah, so we in August this year we announced that we are candidates. So how that works is that you you are candidate for three years, and you have to comply, you know, with certain um, criteria, 
and to, for, you know, for example, for road closure, things that we actually already have, mm. um, but that go through a formal assessment process for three years. And then sure. if, um, you know, if, if, if Abbott World Marathon majors are happy with that um, criteria and that we've met the criteria, then um, after three years, the, the race will be appointed as a, a major. And, and then we, with London, New York, Berlin, mm. Chicago, Boston, and Tokyo, there are only six other world marathon majors. And, yeah, it's, I think it's going to be something amazing. So we definitely want to, to achieve that goal. And um, it will be the only world marathon major on the African continent, I think, mm. southern hemisphere. So it will be something quite amazing to achieve. Well, Rene, good luck to you. I know you're probably not going to sleep for the rest of the week, so get a little snooze now, And unless you're helping with the cycle tour tomorrow. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm still putting a bit of final touches. Yeah, so the, our team is working around the clock for the next week to make sure that everything is in best possible shape and, and replaced for, for the runners for next Sunday. But thank you so yeah. much for having me on the show, these, John. These cyclists that are getting in your way at the moment, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Rene Jordan, thank you very much. Sunlam Cape Town Marathon Race Director. Uh, the Cape Town, uh, the Sunlam Cape Town Marathon is happening next weekend, 16th and 17th of October. As you heard, 9,000 runners going to be doing the road. 1,000 of the trail runners. They're the brave ones. And also, the, the virtual one is still on the go. 5, 10, and 21-kilometer virtual peace runs also happening. Uh, you can enter that still until, until the 15th of October. So you can get involved in that one as well. If you can't get down to Cape Town, uh, take part in the virtual run. Why not? 5, 10, and 21Ks. Just for fun. That's what runners do. Uh, yeah, and if you are doing the Cape Town Cycle Tour tomorrow, it's late. You should be just about getting into bed. But good luck to you if you are riding that. Uh, it's a quick turnaround, and they seem to have managed to get that together. Uh, some of my old cycling buddies are quite excited about putting that together. You were there, FM. Just a reminder about the foot, uh, the rugby, in case you missed it. Stormers held Edinburgh to a 20-all draw in the United Rugby Championship. And the Dragons have beaten Connacht by 35 points to 22. And in the late football, Ghana beating Zimbabwe by three goals to one. Togo and Cong Congo playing to a one-all draw in World Cup qualifying second stage CAF action. Coming up in a moment, we're talking snooker. Looking forward to that with Mike Hines.